0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. To another edition of the Lockdown Potters Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Wednesday, June 9th. As always, I'm your host with sometimes occasionally, but certainly not always the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, or Off the Bench Baseball, or coming soon, Just Baseball. Be sure to check out the link in the podcast description for the welcome page to that lovely site that will be launching Jan- June. I almost said January. June 22nd. Uh, Or maybe my pop culture entertainment beat of things might be more up your alley for whatever reason. I've been written at Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Play, Disgusting, Film Cred, and more. And hopefully many more to come, of course. But when it comes to this here Lockdown Padres podcast, though, which is the most important thing, you can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres. Or my personal account, which is at Javapeno. And that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, only, only, only if you feel so inclined, you can check me out on there and hit me up with your questions, comments, concerns. And I'll do my very best to get back to you and maybe even get back to you on the show, which I've been doing lately. Send me five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. And I guarantee you, it's a guarantee. Unlike on Twitter, it is a guarantee if you send me five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast right now that I'll read your question on the show. And today's show, guys, is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and join me this week on Friday at 7, 10 p.m. Eastern Time to get in on the action. Going to be doing a little bit watch-along for this Mets game uh, that will be taking place in good old New York City, the Big Apple, that should be a whole lot of fun. I really like playing against the Mets. It's been a a really good series against them this year, and they're definitely a very good team. So look forward to that locker room, changing the way we talk sports. And for today's episode, guys, we are answering one of those aforementioned, you know, I just mentioned you can, you know, hit me up on Apple Podcasts with those reviews, and I'll answer your question. Well, we are going to be answering one of those questions. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about a scary development that happened, I guess you could say, with the whole prospect list of Baseball America that was just uh, released the other day and how a lot of Padres' prospects fared. Going to be talking about that a little bit briefly. But first, let's talk, guys, about last night's game, which was an unfortunate loss. And we're getting that out of the way first because, honestly, I don't have too many things to talk about. I mean, the Padres get absolutely trounced in this one, 7-1 to by the Chicago Cubs, one of the hottest teams in baseball who currently are beating us on the season 4-1, to 4 games to 1, I mean, Um just a really bad performance from the offense all the way around. And I I do say bad performance because the pitcher for the Cubs is Zach Davies. I Don't get me wrong, love Zach Davies. He is Peter Parker pre Spider Bite, that little dork. I love him so much. But uh, he's been struggling this year. 4.45 ERA and 1.57 whip after today's start, which saw him go six innings, allowing only one hit, no runs, walking two and striking out four. And even that didn't exactly bolster it. It's, it's not like... like his season stats haven't been very good. And my prediction heading into this year was that I thought Davies was a little bit too... People were going to figure him out at some point, at least in my opinion. Him and his 90-mile-per-hour velocity that he's rocking. Just just unbelievable from Davies. But hey, it worked against the Padres tonight. Their offense uh, struggling uh, mightily. They only scored that one run in what... Dara, I, I know that this term is used more in football, garbage time, but that's what it felt like against not their ace reliever, not against Craig Kimbrell in the bottom of uh, the ninth. But it did come off a of Hassan Kim, which was nice a little RBI double from him. That was that was nice, and I, I like seeing Kim slowly. Like I don't know about you guys, but the, and this is—I can't really prove this with stats necessarily that I have off the top of my head or anything right now. Maybe I have to take a deeper look. But he's definitely, he definitely—he just looks a little bit more comfortable at the plate. I don't feel as. Uh, convinced that he's just going to strike out or pop out or ground out or whatever the heck right each time right so I think that he is improving uh, ever so slightly he's batting 208 on the season which isn't amazing but I'm hoping he can get a little bit better. Tatis going 1 for 3 in this game uh, with the strikeout Jake Cronenworth going 1 for 4 in this game Cronenworth actually makes an error in this game a a very weird error on the transition throw to try and turn a double play in the the inning that kind of ended up deciding the game which saw a Patrick Wisdom homer who's been killing us, apparently, in the, the few games we've been playing, and an Anthony Rizzo double. Uh, so very unfortunate on that part. But, yeah, it's look, it happens. And I guess the only thing to take away from this game, really, since it was just a total chancing, is that Denelson Lamette pitched, and again he goes five innings. Last outing, he went four innings against the Cubs, and then this time he goes five innings, giving up four runs, yes, walking one, striking out six, though which was very good. Yes, it inflated his ERA a bit. It went from 2.5 to 3.52, but I loved what I was seeing. Now, you know, I've been talking about how he's been making bullpen appearances, but I also talked about, you know, I think last week how he went from going two innings for in five straight appearances, or actually four straight appearances, and then going three innings, and then going four innings, and then going five innings last night. That shows that it's like they're slowly trying to build up his workload. I haven't really seen that being done for a starting pitcher in quite a long time, but it appears to be working in this case, and I really think that the four earned runs don't tell the whole story. Uh, he his, through his slider really well uh, today in today's pitch, you know, just check from Baseball Savant, he generated 11 whiffs on that slider too, 52% uh, kind of percentage there on that pitch, and then on his fastball, he also generated another 5 whiffs, which was good, so the guys weren't really hitting him that hard, and his velocity was up just a tad bit, it didn't go down or anything, despite him appearing in more innings, this is very, very, very good news, and this kind of changes, you know, where the Padres might want to look for. When it comes to the upcoming trade deadline, well, not upcoming, but the deadline in like a month from now or whatever, right? What exactly kind of moves they have to make. Uh, a lot of weird kind of moving pieces here, but I liked what I saw from Lament and bottom line is this, look. The Cubs are really just raking right now. They have some of the best hitters in baseball on that team. Javi Baez just hits bombs. I know he, he strikes out a crap ton and never takes a walk, but he just hits bombs. Wilson Contreras, for a very long time, has been a top five, top six sort of catcher in baseball. And then you've got Rizzo and Bryant who are just killing it too. And even guys like Patrick Wisdom, you have like, their offense is very good. It's kind of an offense that isn't exactly super full of depth. It's kind of carried by those aforementioned guys I just mentioned, but it's still very good. You know, six in home runs on the year in total of all baseball, 12th in runs, 15th in on-base percentage, 14th in batting average, slugging percentage at 11th uh, total. That's not too bad. They're a very solid team. I guess that what they really need right now is another pitcher. But thankfully, we took that from them, didn't we? And that is actually who is going to be pitching tomorrow's game, Mr. U Darvish, will be pitching uh, the game tomorrow going up against Jake Arietta, a former glory Jake Arietta who carries a 5.26 ERA so hopefully the Padres are able to hit him, you know what I mean? We got to get into this uh Cubs starting rotation. I mean, come on. Let's get it together San Diego. But, uh, yeah, that about does it for my thoughts on the game, guys. Now, let me talk to you about, well, what I actually just brought up at the beginning of the podcast, guys. That is Locker Room. Locker Room is really great. It's such an easily accessible app. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, insiders. Mark Stein is on there every now and then in real time, you know, from the NBA, for all you NBA holes uh, out there. And you can talk about your favorite team or sport, and I will be hosting rooms for Lockdown Padres basically all season long. One Once a week, it's really awesome. You can join in on the conversation that you hear every day. Of course, you can react to big news. You know, it's 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 a whole lot of fun, guys. I definitely recommend it. All you have to do is download the app. Easily accessible. You know, there's no barrier to entry to join this kind of thing. Twitch TV and all that stuff. You get you got to set up the equipment. No,pe just get the app and you are in, guys. And be sure to join me this week, just for one more reminder. This Friday for the Mets game, seven ten p.m. Eastern time going to be a lot of fun guys be sure to create a profile link your twitter and join the mlb group for the latest league updates follow me at javier reyes j-a-v-i-e-r-r-e-y-e-s when my room goes live you will then be notified i know you won't want to miss it locker room guys changing the way we talk sports and now one more thing, guys, I want to talk to you about Lucy. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that do not suck. Lucy Lodges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021, get rid of those cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. Locked on MLB Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all the products on your first order, including the gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. And of course, I have to give this disclaimer. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, guys. Now transitioning out of that, let's talk some listener question. That's right. It's been a while since I've talked about one of these. Don't worry. I, I see a lot of them come in every now and then. But it's been a while. It's been since I talked about uh, a pug named Knuckles was the last person who sent me a uh, that I talked about anyway. A five star view in the Apple Podcast app. But now, let me also just. Quickly, just to make myself feel a little better, you know what I mean? Uh, Just mentioned some of the other people that sent in reviews. Uh, Matthew4868 says, Waited to rate till I had a real feeling on Javi on the podcast. He's really good, informed, and has an opinion I don't always agree with, but a great listen. Would recommend to all Padres fans for sure. Thanks, man. Hey, we don't always have to agree. You're probably right for whatever thing you might disagree with me on. You're probably right. Shout out to Matthew4868 uh, for that little thing. Um, another one um, from June 1st comes by way of P Apple123, saying, I listen every time to get all my Padres news and stats. Host is fantastic. Thank you, Mr. P Apple. I greatly, greatly appreciate you, sir. But now let's get into someone who sent a review that includes a question. That's right, the meat of this little segment, guys, coming from Blue Weaver22 from May 27th. Sorry, it took me a little bit of time to get to your question, my dude. But he says, Javi is the man as the uh, topic of the thing. Thank you so much, dude. I already appreciate that. I love this podcast so much. Highly recommend to all fans of the Padres. I have enjoyed listening to the podcast in car rides and golf practice. Nobody is a better host of a podcast than my man, Javi, he says in all caps. His energy is so great, and a smile comes on my face every time I see a new vid. Love the pod. I have one question. If you were the GM of the Potters, who would you trade slash sign? First of all, uh, thank you so much for the for the very, very kind words, Mr. Blue Weaver. I swear, the, the people, the usernames of everybody who said reviews reviews the Apple Podcast section, you guys are killing it. I, I love it. Pug named Knuckles, Blue Weaver. Bryce P., F the SJWs, Smiley Moth, Bald Eagle Bird, like all these crazy names uh, in the review section. So I really do genuinely appreciate it, guys. And also, uh, thank you. I hope you enjoy the videos. I know I had one yesterday revealing my haircut on the at LO underscore Padres Twitter account. So be sure to to, uh, go check that out, my first haircut in over a year. Um, But anyway, when it comes to your question, yeah, look, I talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago at least i think it was a couple weeks ago talking about like trade targets for the team. I broke down just some of the main ones, you know. Everyone wants a Max Scherzer, everyone wants a Chris Bryant. One that i talked about that i thought might be interesting is Jack Peterson, but what i think is if i were this GM, i think let's just talk about where the position they're at. And Dennis Lynn wrote about this in the Athletic a couple days ago, basically talking about, you know, they are in a weird spot because just if you look at the general stats, the thing that the Padres are struggling with so much right now is hitting. And not like mightily, mightily struggling. I mean, if you just look, look, again, just at some of the basic stats. Their batting average, 14th in the league. On-base percentage, 6th in the league. uh, Runs, 7th in the league. But home runs and sluggings where it's bad, 20th and 22nd, uh, respectively. So that's really where the damage comes in. They just aren't getting a lot of big hits when it counts. Even if they have guys like Tommy Pham and Tatis uh, able to just get on base like constantly. And Jake Cronenworth and all the such, right? But they're in a really weird position. And I kind of alluded to this. Last time, which was, it's, I don't know what I would do because you're thinking, okay, we need another bat. Let's say that's your thing, right? We need another bat. All right. If you're saying we need another bat, my other, my response to that is the following though. They don't have Trent Grisham. All right. Trent Grisham is hopefully going to be back within the next week or so. I hope. I really miss that guy. He's so friggin' good and is so underrated in a lot of ways. Granted, because I think that he's playing on a team filled with so much superstardom that he often gets overlooked, but he's such a stud, and he'd been killing it on the year, by the way. I mean, before he got hurt and just 36 games, batting 301 with a 383 on base, 515 slugging, six home runs, and why not chipping in seven steals on top of that? So he made my bold prediction for the season, which was that he was going to be top 10 in MVP voting. Uh, he's making that not look totally crazy bold. I mean, Grisham's awesome. So you take into account that you're missing him. You take into account that Tommy Pham is starting to just finally, you know, get things rolling, and you also take into account that May Machado isn't playing particularly well. And I feel like you have to assume that that he's going to be a big contributor for this team. I mean, he's Mihail. We're talking about here, and then the rest of the team. You got guys like Kim, guys like um, Jerks and Profar aren't batting all that well, and you you have to assume that they're going to at least start getting a little bit better. And I actually think that might happen because with this whole substance, sticky substance kind of controversy going on right now, maybe uh, you're going to see a little bit of an offensive boom over the next like month or so. At least we'll have to see. We have to see because I think to a degree. Look, I know that guys are using sticky stuff, but I don't think that all of a sudden means that Trevor Bauer, Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns are just going to be awful now. And Actually, you Darvish too. But well, let's not talk about that. You Darvish is clean. 100%. Uh, I never saw anything about you Darvish. It's, it's all a lie. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, I think that that's the tricky part about the Padres where they are very much watching how Tommy Pham is founded again. He looks good. I, I generally think that the power might not be there necessarily. Still just slugging 333 on the season. I think the power, a lot of that stuff might be gone. But just general hits, walks, stolen bases. Like, he's producing, man. He's been absolutely amazing. He has the fourth highest. Uh, Heading into this game last night, he had the fourth highest on-base percentage since May 21st in all of baseball. Yeah, that's crazy. He's looking like Tommy Pham again, at least to an extent. Um, so that's the tricky part, is they don't really know necessarily because there was at one point where we were like, all right, yeah, they're just going to trade him and try and get Chris Bryant. But now it doesn't look so obvious necessarily. Do you want to invest all in on a rental of Chris Bryant when Tommy Pham is still really producing for you? I'd still prefer Chris Bryant, obviously. But do you want to invest all in that much? Because I imagine the Cubs won't want to make the same mistake by, you know, kind of selling low on some of their, you know, star players like they did with us with Darvish and Caratini. And then on the pitching side of things, you know, the bullpen is excellent, and you're still hoping Drew Pomeranz eventually comes back. He's been out for a really long time. Uh, I really miss that guy. And um, But the bullpen is still excellent. And then with the starting pitching, you've got Darvish. You've got Musgrove. Blake Snell, I know he's been a bit of a disaster, but you're kind of stuck with him and also – I mean, come on guys, like a 4.5, I know I reiterate this like every pod, but I'm just not totally believing that he's going to stay at that level, you have to assume he's going to get a little bit better, and then you have Paddock, who's producing pretty well for a 4th or 5th starter, and then you have Ryan Weathers, who's been the big breakout for the team basically this year, Uh, kind of the Padres rookie of the year, I guess you could say, at least, maybe a top 10 rookie, I'd say so far, performing really, really well uh, for the team, and then you have Denelson Lament, who we just talked about for the game recap, he seems like he's getting on the way, so... It's not so obvious, unlike other teams in the league, what move to make. You got the Cubs, they know they have to. The big thing with the Cubs is like they have to decide whether or not they want to compete, and if they do, it's obvious what their move is starting pitching, they need another starting pitcher. And then you have teams like, say, the Boston Red Sox for them, you want to try and get a starting pitcher, right? It's a little bit more obvious for other teams, for the Padres, not so much. So, right now. You just got to kind of stand pat unless that golden, golden offer comes through. I'm not really pulling the trigger on anything just yet. We have to wait. We really do. There's still plenty of time before that trade deadline. Um, But, yeah, hopefully, Blue Weaver, that answers your question. Uh, We're definitely going to be talking about this over the next month or so and with new updates as things come along. So just giving my kind of tertiary, I guess, analysis of where I feel the Padres are at right now uh, and talking more trade candidates as they emerge. There's going to be guys that start heating up and performing better that I imagine will start making the waves uh, for teams that are looking for potential trade targets and trade pieces and what have you. So we'll have to see. But for now, guys, that is it. That's my thoughts on that. Now, we got to take another break, guys, because I want to talk to you about um, 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 the best protein bars on the planet of course guys those are built bars you know how good they are they come in all these sort of flavors right they got coconut coconut almond mint brownie peanut butter brownie double chocolate salted caramel raspberry cherry all this stuff and they've got limited edition flavors popping up all over the place like it's going out of style ladies gentlemen all these all these different flavors birthday cake you know different ones for different holiday occasions who knows what they'll unleash for july 4th you know it's gonna be a lot of fun so Remember, that variety is awesome of theirs, and also soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate, and of course, they are healthy for you. They're protein bars after all. 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams net carbs, so go to BuiltBar.com, guys, and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Remember, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com, guys, be sure to do that, and also... Be sure to check out betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including, obviously, baseball, but also the NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, before you Darvish throws his next pitch in today's game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit remember to use promo code locked on guys bet online your online sportsbook experts and now guys Let's talk about prospects. Yes, it's something that I usually don't do, especially by myself. Now, be sure to go check out Arm Layton's uh, podcast, Locked on MLB Prospects. Um, he did an episode recapping Baseball America's kind of updated list that just came out uh, and giving his thoughts on that. He's a lot smarter than me when it comes to stuff. But I want you to just give my thoughts on it because it's big news. Why? Because Mackenzie Gore and Luis Campizano fell big time in this, down by 39 spots for Luis Campizana and down by 31 spots for Mackenzie Gore, no longer the top pitching prospect in baseball, and while Campizana wasn't the top, you know, catching prospect in baseball, that probably goes to Joey Barr, Adley Rutschman, um, respectively, but still, you know, it's 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 dramatic falls for both of them, and let's just talk about that real quick. First of all, uh, when it comes to Campisano, he debuted with the Padres this year, and he was atrocious, as you all were probably aware. He batted 88. That's right, 88 with a 184 on base. He was terrible in the few games that he played. They brought him in to pinch hit. He just clearly wasn't ready. Look, he didn't hit above A ball you know, by the time he came to the Padres, so he just clearly wasn't ready. And so far, he's batting 215 with a 302 on base in AAA. A. Uh, and look, it's it's been twenty five games. That's not a great, you know, necessary sample size to be be all and end all. but I do get him falling a little bit, especially considering that some people are worried about some of his defensive uh, mechanics behind the plate and whatnot. But again, could this be overreacting? It could be. Now, what I think is a little bit of an overreaction is Mackenzie gore. Now Mackenzie gore, he goes from being top pitching prospect despite not really pitching in triple A, which, I didn't say it at the time, but part of me was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm, I'm surprised he's that high up. But he's got four pitches. I know the velocity isn't great, and I just figured, hey, like, I get it. It's understandable. But now he's pitching A, and he's getting killed over there. He's got, like, a ERA over five, a whip of 1.8, which is concerning. And he's just he's striking people out for sure, which is a good sign. But he's not... I mean, I just named the stats for you. You get it, right? So, that's really bad. He's getting lit up there. He's struggling big with control, which is one of the things that the Padres were allegedly really concerned about when it came to spring training and all that. They were wondering what's going on with the control stuff. He's not locating as best as he could, so it's not great, but here's my thing. All these guys, Cade Cavalli, Alec Manoa, who makes his, like, debut, and he has a great first start against the Yankees for the Blue Jays, and then he has a very start after that. Like, you're telling me that guy where all of a sudden, like, yep, Alec Manoa is better now than Mackenzie Gore. You guys gotta take this in, and, and keep this in perspective. I saw someone say Mackenzie Gore is a bust and they need to give up on him, trade him for, I, I think Nick, what's his name, Jesse Winker is what I saw include him in a package. Look, bottom line, these things can be dumb. And you guys, I, I've said this on the podcast back in the day, but this is why I don't like paying attention too much to prospects. Like, if you tell me We've got ourselves a Wander Franco or a Gore. And CJ Abrams is still high up in here. He's still in the top fifteen, top ten of the baseball America's top prospects, which is really good. Um, like you can tell me about those guys, but I just don't like freaking out about this stuff because what if Gore just has to make a mechanical change and then all of a sudden he's carving up triple A? Like I said, they just got there to triple A. You know, so some regression should have maybe been expected, at least some trouble should have been expected. You're hitting against a higher level of competition. I mean, it happens. These kids are young. They're 22. I'm older than Mackenzie Gore. Like, just think about that. And, you know, I understand that this perspective might sound like the most, you know, naive, most beginner understanding of how prospects works, how baseball works. And I get that. That's why I recommend to check out Arms podcast. But I just genuinely think we have to calm down. And some Padres fans are going to be like, he's out of the top ten and all these things. And we need to trade him for Chris Bryant and all this stuff. And it's like, look, man. Long season, you got to keep your ammo. One of the great things about the Padres is that they have all these bullets. You know, they have all these kind of, uh, you know, golden eggs sitting in the background. They've still got Campizano, say if Austin Nola doesn't work out or what have you. And Austin Nola's hurt right now, which is, you know, one of the reasons why he's not working out. But in terms of, you know, the pitching and all this stuff, we have Gore and then you have C.J. Abrams, who's been doing really, really well. I just think that these reactionary things look it's it's been a while though like this is the first that's another thing guys are having their first action in the miners first real action and at a high level in a long time in the case of Goren Campisano so that's just my kind of perspective on that I think we need to wait I think I want to wait a little bit more I don't want to start pressing the panic button Than that he's a bust now I think it's a little reactionary especially on the part of baseball look and, and here's a great example, by the way. Jared Kalenic. And look, I'm part of some some baseball chats, and everybody's like, Jared Kalenic's going to be a stud, and we're putting together our top 25 under 25 lists, and I noticed nobody put Jared Kalenic in there. Literally three weeks ago, before he got called up, everyone – Or Not everyone, but a lot of people would have been putting Jared Kalinick in top 25 under 25, which is why I, being smarter than everybody else, I never like doing those lists the top 25 under 25. I never include someone who hasn't seen major league action yet. Never. I never do it. It's just a policy of mine. Wander Franco? Nope. Not going to do it. Adley Rutschman? Nope. Grayson Rodriguez? Nope. Not going to do it. I just can't. I need to see some action first because you could be looking like Jared Klinik and all of a sudden everyone's out on the guy. They're not out in the guy. They're just, you know, forgetting about him and he's not on the list. And my thing is like, well, all right, he struggled. He wasn't ready necessarily. So that's just my thing, guys. Uh, a little bit of a rant about prospects and what happened.